Hi, welcome to 3Dog. My name is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat, and let's get started. Hello, good afternoon. All right, it's great to see everyone. We're going to start today seated with two blocks. So you'll take those two blocks and place them end to end and make yourself a little bench. And if you don't have blocks, not a big deal. You can always sit in any way that makes you comfortable. But if you've got them, take a moment to arrange yourself well so that you're sitting toward the front of the blocks, which allows your legs to drop down. So what you'll feel is that your sitting bones are just about at the front edge of the blocks so that your knees move down toward the floor. They may not actually rest on the floor. Sitting bones might not rest on the floor. But we're not going to sit on the back or even to the center because then the block will be underneath the thigh. We don't want it underneath the thigh. We want it underneath the sitting bones, which are part of the pelvis, and then the leg bones to descend, right, which is going to give the space around the hip crease that we're looking for. So play around with it. Uh, you may want to come a little closer, a little further forward. Yeah, it's a little further. Yeah. And then what we'll find is that it requires a good degree of attention to sit like this. So you're, you're not sitting back on the, the back end of the sitting bones where it's really comfortable to kind of dig in around the spine back, but it requires you to sit up and to have a lift up and away from the blocks. So go ahead and close your eyes and get the sense of where you are in space. Feel the contact of your feet and shins with the floor, right? So it could be the edges of your feet, could be the ankle bone, could be the, the outer shin. Right? And then align up the legs right, to the hip crease so that you feel that there's space there around your hip crease. And then a lift up and away from the hips, a lift of the lower abdominals, a narrowing in of the waist, a broadening out through the collarbones. And you'll take a moment to just feel the entirety of your posture as grounded through the legs, the hips, lifted through the abdominals, the heart, back of the head, soft, uh, the face, the jaw, the upper back. Relax through your arms and hands. Let the breath move in and out in steady rhythm unimpeded by any extras, which is why we set ourselves up in this way, the meditation seat to be fully present, precise in how we're holding ourselves. It does require our attention just to be here. And that attention allows us to Bring our awareness inward to feel each breath fully.
let each inhale give you a sense of lift, of lightness, of buoyancy. One more round of breath here. So attentive to physical posture, the tone of the energetic body, the rhythm of your breath. And we'll draw chin to chest up toward where the notch and the collarbone is so that you're, you're really bringing chin in. Lift your sternum up toward your face so you're, you're really looking toward heart center. Let your shoulder blades slide down your back. Breathing take over here. The movement of your breath. We're spreading out through the rib cage, making space in the upper back, space behind your heart, space down toward the mid back, the low back. Then a little rock of the head side to side, and you need to keep your awareness on your breath and on that lift at the center of your chest. So the movement of the head could be a distraction from that presence of posture, but you won't let that happen. Keep the posture and the breathing as the main thing. And the slow, controlled rocking of the head side to side. It's an interesting detail. And this correlates with the idea of being and presence as the main thing, and action, doing as a detail of our being, not defined by what we do, but by who we are. Your right ear, pause by your right shoulder. Lift up at the center of your chest again. Notice that fine balance. The grounding of your legs, your hips, the lift at your core and at the center of your chest and ease through your face and throat and upper back. Precise attention to your breath. And then we'll come back through center chin in toward chest and then to the other side. And again, after that, uh, a shift of posture, take a moment, ground through your legs, your hips, 
narrow in through your waist. Lift up through the center of your chest. Let your face soften, your jaw soften. We'll come back to center, chin in toward the collarbones once more. We're going to bring hands behind the head to fingertips, just fingertips at the back of your skull, and your thumbs at the very base of your skull. Go ahead and, and feel around until you find that ridge, occiput. And from that spot, or from those muscles, draw your head to balance at the top of your spine. And when you're upright, feel the back muscles that are engaged here. Use your thumbs to just lift the occiput even more. And there's a good chance you'll feel more of the back muscles engaged in a good working order here. And you let the arms release, take cactus. And then as if the, uh, the arms, the head were on the wall behind you, just press back a little bit through that whole frame of arms, shoulders, head, breath in, and breath out. Let the cactus become more W-shaped, pulling the elbows down. As you pull the elbows down, lift your chest up. And then again, as if your arms in the back of your head want a wall behind you, just gently press in. Good. We're going to change that visualization. From here, there's a strong wind behind you. Press the arms back into it, but let the wind kind of catch your spine and heart center, moving it forward. So chest expansion, you're moving the arms back, pressing against the wind, and then letting it catch the, the body like a sail, right? And you spread out. Good. Breath in. And then release your hands down to your legs. Pause. Feel what you feel. What do you notice after that? Deep breath in. Fill your lungs. Use the space you just created. Breath all the way out. We're going to come over onto hands and knees. So you can take the blocks out of the way. Keep them nearby. We might want them. And then we're going to reverse that action we just did into cat pose. Press your hands down, press your feet down, pull navel center up towards spine, rounding and letting your head get heavy. Again, with the head heavy, tuck the chin way up. Because you're really getting the benefit of the upper back opening there. One more breath here. Press the floor away through hands and feet. Pull the abdominals in as far as you're going to go. You get all the breath out with your exhale. Welcome to a neutral spine, flat back, walking your hands slightly forward. We'll tuck toes, slide back to down dog. Breath in. And breath out. Inhale, come forward to a high plank and take a moment. You've shifted forward as far as you can go. And then for a lot of us, it's going to benefit us to step the feet back or the hands forward. 
in order to have a straighter line through the body. Good work. Press your hands down, press your feet down. Really work the floor. Heart forward, back of the head, slightly lifted, like you're holding a surfboard on your back. Head's pressing into the tip of that surfboard. Then press back down, dog. And you can, you can still imagine that surfboard strapped to your back and you're trying to keep head and shoulder blades and hips all in one line. We'll move back and forth in this lengthened stance of a plank. And then back to down dog. So in the same way that we're working that seated pose with a little more dynamic tension, a little more precision, we're working this longer high plank and longer down dog for that same degree of presence. It's, it's a little more attuned than our default. Or maybe it's a lot more tuned than your default. Working with the precision that brings your attention to what you're doing, a little more round, which allows you more focus into your breath. As you construct a plank with more length, down dog with more length, you get a little more space, fill the lungs. Empty amount. We'll pause here. And if your down dog is overly long for you to be uh, stable, walk your feet in. And then we'll look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. And in ragdoll, make really strong legs. So ragdoll is a balance of the legs doing a lot of work. Feet press down, feet press out. The knees bend, so there's a little bit of a squat. I mean, there's a lot of squat. Who knows? Uh, your arms could go between your chest and thighs. The arms could wrap around one another. Let your chin tuck in again. And then upper body. I mean, just take on that quality of ragdoll. So the chest is on the thighs. And for a lot of us, for that to happen, feet need to be real wide. Ragdoll is at least shoulder distance apart which would be at least four fists distance between your toes. It could be mat distance apart, right? But if you're real tall, probably wider than mat distance apart. You get to define real tall, but uh, basically the idea, legs really strong, upper body really soft, right? And see if you can get to a point where you can be still, right? Like if you are moving for really intentional kind of purpose, like that's one thing. Most of the time, we just kind of kind of space here. Instead, work those two distinct portions of the pose. Legs, really strong. Press down and out with your feet. Upper body, really soft. Take any tension out of your jaw, your face, your inner ear, the back of your neck. Let the weight of your upper body come down and forward, right? To get the weight a little, a little more in the balls of the feet than in the heels, right? If you feel that you're a little, if you're hanging back a little bit, bend your knees more to let the weight come forward more. You just commit to the fold. Cool. One more breath here. Empty with the open mouth. Just let it go. We'll release hands to mat and walk feet together. 
Press down into your feet. We're going to rise up to standing mountain pose. Extend, accentuate your reach. Be pulled up to the ceiling. Keep that through your body as you bring your hands to your heart. So you're balancing this idea of expansion with centering in. Two things going on at once. You've got this accentuation of your full height from feet to top of your head. This drawing together of your hands at heart center, thumbs to sternum, sternum to thumbs. Really quiet and serene in the energetic tone of what we're doing. Body wide awake, alive. Mind and heart, quiet and present. That's what we'll we'll strive to keep as we practice. Start with sun A. Inhale, reach up. Extend, accentuate the reach. Exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands. Step back. High or low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in and reach out, mountain pose. Good. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And we'll breathe out to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round. Press your feet down, breathe in, and reach up. 
exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back high or low push up. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out to down dog. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, Ukatasana, chair pose, hands at heart center, and then arms to that cactus where you're pressing lightly back. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart, about hip distance. We're gonna step the right leg back, knee down. Come up to Anjaniasana with the arms still in that cactus, but that little bit of a W. Pull down, lift your chest up like that wind was at your back. Then hands down to the mat. We're going to step back all the way to the floor. Cobra, pull your elbows back, pull your fingertips back. You're trying to almost pull yourself forward on the floor. Then release, repressing back hands and knees. Tuck your toes, down dog. Good. Breathe in. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Press your hands down and forward. Breathe out. Bring your right knee to your right elbow. Big step. Reach up for crescent lunge. Same idea. We're going to pull the arms down into that, that W shape. Imagine the wind at the back catching the spine and drawing heart forward. Good. Hands to heart. Then up to the front. We're going to step up. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Oh, good. Sit back. Ukatasana. Start with hands at heart. And then bring the arms into that cactus shape, the really strong cactus like you're pressing into the wall behind you. And then exhale. We'll fold. And breathe in. Lift halfway. Heel toe your feet apart. And then left leg back. We're going to bring the knee down, press into the feet, take the arms to cactus, and then double you, pull the elbows down, spine in, and then hands to the mat. Step back, high to low push up all the way to the mat. Peeling up to cobra, pull the elbows back, hug the arm bones in, release down slow. Press up, hands and knees, tuck your toes, down dog, good. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back behind you. Breathe out, bend the knee, into the elbow, big step. Coming up to crescent lunge. Again, we're gonna take the arms out, a little pull down and squeeze the arm bones back, chest lift, then hands to heart center. Up to the front, we'll step up, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and breathe out, Oh, good. Sit hips back, 
Utkatasana chair pose. Again, take the arms out, do that strong cactus pose, press back of the head back, arm bones back, strengthen the upper back muscles. Exhale, we'll fold forward. We're gonna breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, we're gonna step back and lower again to the mat, knees down, chest down. This time taking locust pose, Arms at your sides, palms down, squeeze the arms and legs to lift. Good. Release down slowly, pressing hands and knees. Back to down dog. Good. We're going to step the right foot forward, a low lunge. Back foot turns flat, come up to warrior one. We're going to reach. And then exhale, do the pull down into the W shape. Elbows pull down, back of the head lifts up and back. Then inhale, get that feeling of the wind at your back. Squeeze the shoulder blades together. And then hands to heart center to the mat. Step back, high plank. Moving to the floor, knees down, chest down. Focused pose, squeeze, legs and arms lift. Slow release, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, down dog. Good. Left foot forward, low lunge, then back foot turns flat at the diagonal. I'm going to reach up to warrior one, breathe in. With your exhale, you're pulling the arms down into that W shape, lift up to the tips of your ears, keep your neck long. And squeeze the shoulder blades together on your back. Spine draws in, spreading out through the front body. And then hands to the mat. We'll step back, high plank, hands and knees. Chest down, locust pose, squeeze and lift. And release slow. Hands underneath your elbows, press up hands and knees. Tuck your toes, down dog. Have a breath in. And open your mouth, let it go. Look forward, walk forward, lily hop. Top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We'll breathe out and fold. Sit the hips back, Ukatasana, chair pose, arms up. I'm going to reach up at the diagonal as usual, whatever usual is. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant the hands, step back, high push-up or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Breathe in, take your right leg up and back behind you. Then bend your knee, draw it into your chest, rock forward and step on your center line. Back foot flat, up and around warrior two. And we're gonna turn palms up and then bend the elbows down into that slight uh, W shape as if your hands were holding something heavy, uh, engage biceps. Look over your front hand, 
by turning your chin as far toward that front shoulder as yours goes. Let your eyes get soft. Breathe here. Sit low with your exhale on the inhale. Take the arms up straight up as if you were kind of hanging off a monkey bar. Let your hips get heavy. Good. And look to your mat. Keep the hips low as you bring the hands down. Step back, down dog. With an inhale, come forward to a high plank. Stay or exhale, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Really nice. You gather left leg up and back behind. And then knee into your chest. Have a big step on the center line. Back foot flat. And come up and around to warrior two. Good. And we'll flip the palms up. Bend the elbows. Imagine holding two heavy trays. Load them up with whatever your favorite thing is that you are serving and you're gladly serving as a smile or a, at least not a frown. Good. Or you're playing walk like an Egyptian as if it was a 1987, which, you know, many of us, many of us did, still do. So imagine holding this heavy thing engaging the muscles that would have to engage to hold that. Sit low. Turn your chin. See how much you can turn the head to look over the front shoulder. Keep that breathing. Sit your hips low as you breathe out. On your inhale, you can take the arms up overhead and just imagine hanging off the monkey bar. Lengthen your side body. Good. Keep the hips low. Take the hands to the mat. We're going to step back to down dog. Go all the way into it. Press back, lengthen from hands to hips. Then inhale, come forward, high plank. With your exhale, stay or bend the elbows. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Good work. Breath in. And breath. And look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. And breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, hold. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, reach, accentuate. When you exhale, we're going to bring the arms down, straight out from your shoulder, straight ahead. Right elbow under left. Line up the elbow creases. And then see about winding the forearms around to eagle arms. The hands stay ungripped. Okay, so you're looking for your hands to be just at ease. Keep that. And cross right leg over the left. And you might want to go to a toe on the mat, right? You're going to get somewhere that you can focus in on the work that the arms are doing. Hug the forearms into center. Lift your chest, lift your elbow points. Breath in. 
When you breathe out, draw your navel to your spine. Keep going with that action. So as the abdominals pull in, upper body is going to start to curl. We're not going to hinge at the hip, right? Hip crease is going to stay the same. You're just rounding like cat pose. Breathe in. And unwind your legs as you breathe out. Inhale with the arms only up and then unwind them. Let them reach. And then go with the arms again in front. Left elbow crease under the right elbow. Wind the forearms to whatever degree, right? Or not, as the case may be, if you want to uh, unwind them and press them together, that's always fine too. Then you take the left leg over top. First, just get upright, right? So this variation we're adding is not a fold forward. It starts in the upright position and uh, starts with steady balance. So if you need to put the left toe down, do. Focus on lifting your elbow points, hugging the arms in. Then with your exhale, navel to spine. Now think cat, the spine moving back. So there's not a fold, but a round. Arms keep pressing one another. Breathe in and out. Unwind on an exhale, feet together. Inhale, bring the bound arms up and unwind them, reach. Good. Then exhale, we're going to bring the arms to really strong cactus so that elbows straight out from the shoulders and you're imagining a wall behind you, you're pressing into it. You can even imagine uh, that you're in a very narrow hallway. Press your arms out into the walls, right? like the Alice in Wonderland yoga class. I have a vivid imagination. You're going to bring your right leg up behind you for dancer. So the uh, this is our Martha Graham style dancer. We're, we're not going to bind, but we're going to pull the elbows down into that cactus. And as you pull the elbows down, feel spine move in, feel the back foot move up. Subtle point here, move the inner edge of the heel up. Spine in, right? as if you get that wind at your back, pressing the arms back into it meeting that resistance and then letting the spine move in on an exhale slow release hands to heart breathe into that space behind your heart press your feet down squeeze your legs breathe all the way out and then inhale arms up reaching accentuate the reach from feet to fingers and get out of the box there and then exhale Going down to the cactus shape. So they're really strong. Like they're the goalposts here. And there's like a wall behind the shoulder blades and the head and the arms really strongly pressing into it. Imagine that wall outside the elbows press out into it. Then bend the left knee. So the left leg's coming into an unbound dancer. And then you start to move elbows down using upper back muscles to pull down right, into that W shape. The wind at your back phenomenon, squeezing the shoulder blades in towards center, send the spine in, heart up. The elbow points pull down, lots of work in the upper back, lots of heat there. You breathe in, spread through the chest, and breathe out, hands to heart, foot to mat. When you breathe in, spread your back. You breathe out, press your feet down, squeeze your legs. 
On an inhale, we'll reach up mountain pose. And exhale, we'll fold forward. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Pause, breath in. Breath all the way out. Look forward through your hands. Walk or hop to seated. We're going to come down onto the back. Setting up for bridge. But pause at the floor, hands to your center line. So just get there. Give yourself the action of hands at center line. You're here. You're awake. You're aware. We're not in a hurry, but we're not futzing around either. Just taking a moment of rest. And not letting anything impede that rest which is often what happens in big transitions. Things get cluttered. They get kind of a little away from ourselves. So just allowing this time for you to be and to feel your feet on the floor, your back on the floor, the back of your head on the floor. Breath moving in and out with no urgency. Then have your feet a little wider than your hips. Turn the toes out just a smidge. Very technical term there. Just little turn out of the toes. Unless you know you like a lot. If you need a lot, you do, you do that. Otherwise, just slight bit turn out. Press your feet down. Press your heels down. Lift your tailbone, your sacrum, your low back. Pause when you have your lowest rib on the floor. We're going to take the arms out to cactus shape. Big surprise. Press the arms down, particularly finally the elbow, the outer elbow, press that down. You start to lift. It's not going to be the biggest back bend you've ever done, probably. Uh, you can press down through the feet, press down through the arms. There's a lot of uh, different things coming into play here with that turnout with the arms in this position. Press your head down. How much lift can you get from these points? And then slowly release down and pause. Hands to your center line. Take note, what did you feel there? Or what is the residue of what you felt? There's not a right answer. And then if what you felt was disadvantageous in your feet, your knees, your legs, feel free to change the positioning there. If it was different, then it's just different. Stay with it. Uh, we're going to bring the arms in close, though. We're going to bring the arms to robot arms. Uh, the elbows bent at 90-degree angles and fingertips pointing towards the ceiling. Fun fact, the robot, the dance, was invented by James Brown. And um, just just for the future, like just so you know, if there is a dance out there, 
you can pretty much bet it was invented by James Brown. Just like if, if that trivia question comes up, just say James Brown. Press your feet down, press your arms down, and come up into bridge. And now with the arms close to you, what is possible when you press your elbows down into the floor? Like completely, we're still pressing with the elbows. Like you're pressing with the elbows before. Now completely different scenario. What you got? Breathe here for three. two, one more breath in, and then slowly release down. We'll bring hands to center line and pause. Different sensations that we're left with, different residue, different echoes. There's anything here that needs to change before we move on. Feel free to make that adjustment. And then next round, we're going to place the hands. Uh, first, let's take, let's reach for the ceiling. So reach up for the ceiling. Uh, now it's like mummy arms. You're reaching from shoulders to hands straight up. Lift the shoulder blades off the floor. Bend your elbows. Forearms are parallel. Keep bending them until your fingertips touch the mat. You may find that you want to walk your hands wide. Do that. You may be able to plant the hands right where they are, but get to a point where your hands plant flat. If that's not happening, not a big deal. No judgment about that. You'll go back to uh, the robot arms. Right? Otherwise, you're here with the hands planted, and we're still just going to take bridge. So the hands press down. But then you're going to dig in through your heels, lift tailbone, sacrum, low back. And you're going to keep the back of your head on the mat. And so head's like bridge. It's just like bridge. You're looking straight up. But your hands are pressing down. Right? And you're able to leverage maybe your shoulder blades a little off the floor. Maybe they just get light. Maybe they come a lot off the floor. Maybe you know that there's pain here and there's no reason to be in that position. So you come out. One more breath wherever you are, and then slowly release down. Again, uh, hands through center line, school constructive rest, knees in, hands on navel center, heart center, breathe. Right. So in all three of those situations, arms had strong work to do. And that's good, that's right. Like, we want that in, in some aspects of our practice. In none of those positions should we feel like we're forcing it. When we feel like we're forcing anything, right? That's just not yoga. It's not good space to be in. Full stop. Right. So you become awake and aware right through this practice of setting yourself up precisely. Right, and get to the most advantageous positioning in these postures for yourself, which will never feel forced, will never feel stressed, it will never feel like you're overwhelmed. None of those are advantageous to you. Strong work, absolutely advantageous to you. With that in mind, I'm going to take one more bridge, this time the traditional arms at your sides, bring some of those principles into play. It's a little harder to feel with the arms straight at the sides, but go palms in so that the outer wrist is uh, toward the mat. And then dig your heels and press your feet down. Now we don't have as much capacity to 
press with the elbows, right? So you're gonna press with the upper arm bones, see if you can lift the shoulder blades, then start to walk your arm bones in underneath you. Perhaps you clasp your fingers underneath. Uh, again, this is like no judgment. This is not a marker of your uh, expertise at yoga, but maybe the hands clasped. If they do, you continue to walk your, your shoulder blades in. Right? And then with the arms as far underneath you as they'll go, upper arm bones down into the floor, spine in. Get some of that feeling of the, the wind at your back, lifting your spine in. You have breath here. Breath out here. And then one more breath in. If you've got your hands bound, unlace them, walk the shoulder blades out. And then slowly you down, bring knees out to the sides, feet together. And we'll pause here. Breathe in and breathe out. And bring knees together. Hug them in toward your chest. Get a little rock side to side. And then arms out to cactus or wingspan on the floor. Again, cactus can give you a little more ability to press the elbows, press the forearms down, press the upper arm bones down. But uh, you could probably get that with straight arms out to the sides too. Big belly twisting pose, knees side to side. Keep the frame of the arms and head really uh, in the forefront of your attention, right? So the posture here is happening head and shoulder blades and arms. And then the, the detail is the knees moving side to side. We often just kind of Focus in on that that sway, not not a problem. But let the anchoring to the ground be top of mind, and then as you filter your awareness through your body, you know that your knees are moving side to side. You know you have that rhythm of your breath. One more round through. We'll come back to center. Pause. And then soles of your feet to the mat. If you've got a block, you're going to place it behind your head. Just give yourself a little lift there. And take the right foot outside the left thigh for reclined pigeon. We reach through, catch your 
hamstring or your shin. And then we're just going to give a little emphasis with the arms. So take a moment, pause, uh, have just a soft arms. There's nothing going on with the arms. Then draw your abdominals in. Use your left leg to draw your right shin toward you. So it's the left thigh, the hip flexor that's pulling in. And now add to that with just enough pressure through the hand. And just find real right, steady work there so that you're not overdoing it. You're keeping just enough dynamic tension on your arms. Just enough work with the left thigh pulling in. And right thigh pressing gently forward. Everything's involved. Nothing too much. Face is soft. Throat is soft. Shoulders are relaxed around the neck. It's the bicep. So again, same kind of feeling we had in the warrior two. The palms were up. Just working the biceps to hug the leg in. But it's not translating into any stress in shoulders, neck, jaw, the breath in, breath out. And then slowly release the work of the arms, release the work of the left leg, unwind the right leg and soles of the feet to the mat. So we're back to just pausing. Then left ankle outside the right thigh. Acknowledge this is a completely different side. Completely different lives have been lived by your left and right leg. You're going to lift the right leg and use first the right leg muscles and the abdominals to get the left leg as far in towards you as it's going to go with the work of the legs. You're lacing the hands to the shin or the hamstring. And then check in again. Be sure you're still using the right leg. You're still engaged there. And add to that with just enough pull in the arms coming from the, like a bicep curl. All of this, we're paying attention to how we're using our body to use it in the most balanced way that we're not over-efforting anywhere and that we're certainly not spinning our wheels, efforting in places that it's not useful. Not useful here to stress out our neck or shoulders, or jaw, face, right? So let the shoulder blades be pretty heavy toward the floor, that space around your neck be soft. Hugging the right leg, like the hands, but they're not clasped too hard. Notice the fingers and the tone of the hands. Everything we do is infused with the energy with which we do it. We're creating balance and ease and the conditions for which our body is, is willing to let go. Are we creating more tension? Let in. Let out. 
Very slow unwind. We'll bring the soles of the feet back to the mat. Walk them out wide toward the edges. We'll let knees fall side to side in windshield wiper twists. And here, if you'd like to keep the block underneath your head, great. If you would prefer to slide it out of the way, cool. We're gonna pause with both knees over to the right. Let the right heel stack on top of the left thigh. Go about mid thigh, go uh, pretty far away from the knee, right? So that you're not pushing the knee joint down. Even so, like you can be in the right spot, but the knee still doesn't like this. Uh, just listen to your left knee. If there's any sensation, any pressure in the knee, we don't need that. Right. So I'm just going to unwind. I'm going to acknowledge that that puts pressure on my knee. So you can do the same thing. Um, and, uh, and and still, even you could like like devote your life to teaching yoga and still not be able to cross the foot over the leg. like. It is possible. And breath in. And breath out. And on an inhale, slowly bring your knees back through center over to the other side. You might want to just readjust positioning if uh, things got a little wonky as you came back through. And then left heel, mid right thigh. And even if the other side was great, this side might not need this or vice versa. You might be able to cross the foot over here and it'd be really helpful. I'll, I'll acknowledge that's what, what I experience here. This side's working great, so I can stay. You're just listening to pick up on the cues that your body is giving you every moment of every practice. It's probably not going to look the same tomorrow. But there'll be small differences, sometimes big differences. And all this precision that we're working with, some of it really is like important to the efficacy of the posture. And a lot of it is to bring our brain and our mind so well into ourselves and our experience that we know what's going on and we know how to best serve the practice and let the practice serve us. Next inhale, undo it. Slowly come on back to center. When you arrive, pause, you can bring your knees in, you can take happy baby, any finishing posture or stretch that you like. And then we'll meet up in Shavasana when you're ready.
When you feel ready to come back, start with slower, deeper breath. You follow through your body, noticing what you meet along the way. Next inhale, as if you could trace out through the arms and legs, find fingers and toes and spread out there the edges of you. And then you roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. And as you come to sit, you can sit on the floor, you can sit on your blocks, but bring back that element of poise where you feel like you're Fully engaging to sit upright, to sit toward the front of your sitting bones in a delicate balance. So we're not leaning forward. There's no urgency. It's just upright, lifted, a buoyant posture that rewards your attention. Bring hands together at heart center. And thumbs to forehead center. That was great, y'all. Thank you so much for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Well done. Thank you. Super cool. Thank you out there. Have a good evening. See you soon. Bye.